0: Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. Back again with another commentary track. Hello, I am Ken Levine, your podcast host. Now, I did this about uh, five, six months ago as an experiment, and everybody seemed to really enjoy it. I took an episode of Cheers and I provided the audio commentary track, and you had the option of actually watching along, or if you were in your car or on your Stairmaster or taking a walk, just listening to the podcast. Hopefully, you got enough out of it. You didn't need necessarily to be watching the picture to enjoy it but it did add a little something so anyway it worked so well i thought i would do it again this time with fraser however and this time an episode that i directed now the episode is called Roz and the schnoz and it was from season five episode 21 now if you have the dvd set of Fraser, you can follow along. Also, Fraser streams on Netflix, Hulu, CBS All Access, Amazon Video, iTunes Video and Google Play. So, there's many different ways that you can access this. And what I'm going to do after the the jingle is i'm gonna give you a couple of seconds i will count down to three and then hit start and then just go and i will just talk through the half an hour and that's the way they do these commentary tracks by the way Um, they just put you in a room they show it to you they turn on the microphone and that's it now the only difference is when you're just doing a commentary track for a dvd you know, you can shut up for 30 seconds and just be watching the picture. I can't do that. So uh, hopefully uh, it won't be too annoying, but I'm going to have to keep the patter going constantly for those who are not actually looking at the picture. It's kind of a fun experiment. I'll be talking uh, about the process of directing, also uh, introducing you to some of the -the behind-the-scenes people who put together Frasier, who did put together Frasier, and also uh, some little inside tips and things you might not know. So again, it is from Season 5, Episode 21. It is Roz and the Schnoz, and we'll kick it off right now. Hollywood and fine. Okay, if you're going to follow along, once again, it is Frazier, season five, episode 21. It's called Roz and the Schnoz. And I am going to begin it at the count of three so that we can sync this up. And again, you don't have to be watching the picture, hopefully, to enjoy this podcast. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, starting off, this was the season where the opening titles were in yellow. And there are people who actually keep track of that sort of thing uh, for reasons I do not understand. Okay, the first scene takes place in Cafe Nervosa, and we actually had two different Cafe Nervosa sets Depending upon whether or not there was a big swing set that week, there was a smaller version of Cafe Nervosa that just had a couple of tables, and we would use that. But in this case, there were no swing sets, so we were able to use the full Cafe Nervosa, which is one of the reasons why I put them at the table in the foreground so that whenever we go to any kind of a master shot, which is a long shot, then you got. Some depth, and you got a chance to see people in the background, people walking, that sort of thing. Now, it's very easy to film a scene when there's only two people because you have four cameras. And the way it usually works is that you'll have the two cameras on the far sides, right and left, that will be getting most of the close ups, and the ones in the middle will be getting the master shots. And now you got that master shot and you bring in Roz because when you bring in a character, you want to establish who she is and where she goes. So this, again, was pretty easy because Roz comes in and then Niles leaves and I'll probably be calling them by their character names most of the time. It was written by Jeffrey Richmond, And interestingly, Jeffrey also wrote the very first episode that I ever directed. Actually, he co-wrote that with his then-partner Joyce Gitlin, but that was an episode of Wings. Jeff, by this time, was on his own, and he was a producer on Frasier. And he since I think has gone on to do a Modern Family. Okay, so now you have Fraser and Roz, and again a long shot with people at other tables. We must have had about fifteen, sixteen different uh, extras in this scene. This was you know my you know big crowd scene. It was also a scene basically just setting things up. Now we go to Fraser's apartment, and here I have to say that. Maybe the best set ever on a multi-camera show was Frasier's Apartment. And I have to give thanks to Roy Christopher. He was the gentleman who designed it. Roy Christopher has created a lot of sets for a lot of great shows and also for many years has done the sets for the Academy Awards. Now you have... The thing that's interesting about this uh, set is that there are so many different angles that you can shoot from. And that's really unusual. Normally, you just have the set, if you can picture it, and then the proscenium, and then you have four cameras. But this set, you could bring cameras way up into the set and shoot, so you got a lot of different unusual angles. You know the kitchen? that they have sometimes when they go off to the right. In fact, you're going to see it later. There's a kitchen set. Well, you can bring a camera right up into that set and shoot through. Also, there are some places on the uh, the right side of the set where there's basically like, like hidden windows, and you can open up those slots, and you can shoot directly. I mean, here's a shot of... Uh, of fraser and uh, and Martin, and they're way, way up in the set, and yet it looks like I've got a camera that's basically right in front of them. You can't do that on most sets. One of the things that I loved about this particular episode was that we found something for Daphne. Jane Leaves is a wonderful actress, very funny, she's terrific. But it was very difficult for us to find things to do with that character. And we were usually just reduced to her coming in, doing a few jokes here or there. This one, they actually gave her a subplot when Fraser gives her some costume jewelry that she thinks is real. Now they go into the uh, hallway and the elevator set, and this was used sparingly because it's a very small set and as opposed to the apartment where it was so easy to shoot here it was very restrictive and you know you try to get like a nice three-quarter look like uh, at the moment you had uh, you had John Mahoney and now you got uh, Kelsey Grammer but if you have very little room Sometimes you can't get a great three-quarter shot and you're left with a profile. When we shoot, we don't cut the cameras, by the way, when we go into the uh, hallway. We just do a thing called a reset. And the cameras are still running and the cameras just roll into position. We say action. And then instead of saying cut, you say reset. And the cameras just roll back. Now it's kind of easy for the director because I've got a big set and I've got just two people. So again, with the cameras, and the cameras are A, B, C, and X. And why they're that way, I guess to have A, B, C, and D, the D would sound too much like B. And when you're calling out camera instructions, it might get confusing. So it's A, B, C, X. And the middle cameras, like that's probably C camera getting a nice two-shot of them. The C camera and the B cameras tend to get the more master shots, the shots with more people in them. And then the ones off to either side, like that would be an A camera shot on uh, Roz. And then the X camera would be on Kelsey. And that's pretty much the way you block that. And and those are generally easy They're easy camera blocking wise, but it's not necessarily that easy when you're actually blocking the actors because you're involved in the story and it's like, where do you want them? And when you have a big apartment like this, well, you can put them pretty much anywhere. How do you find interesting places to put them? And instead of just having them stand for 10 minutes, I found a spot here for them to sit. So again, it just kind of mixes things up. And again, the Frazier apartment is just so visibly beautiful that you want to get as many different angles as you possibly can. And so uh in this case, as you can see, uh we have Frazier up, we have her sitting, we've had them sitting together, we've had them both standing up, we've had them in different places. And now this particular scene ends with a joke, and usually, what you do is either end with a reaction shot of a character or a wide shot and In that one, we got both because she put her hand to her face there, and we got the reaction so Now we come back, and it's later that night, and uh that was a bad shot i wasn't too happy when when she enters she's wearing like a a black dress and she's standing up against the black, uh, piano. And so you didn't really get that much of a contrast of the dress. I didn't see the dress until the night of the show. Okay. Now here's the plot. These, uh, two people with huge noses are entering and we try to make each reveal separate. So When they open the door, you just see the first guy, which is Kevin Kilner, and then you reveal the wife. And the premise of the episode was that Roz was meeting the parents of her unborn child, and they both have these giant noses. The couple is played by an actual married couple, Kevin Kilner and Jordan Baker. And Kevin Kilner was in the first year of almost perfect, and uh, we had to fire him. So talk about how how awkward that is, although he understood that it was not our decision to fire him, it was the network's, and Kevin is just a great guy, remains a good friend today. One thing I will say about this show and Perry Gilpin is somehow she managed to keep a straight face through the entire thing. I was looking for as many interesting angles to show them, uh, Kevin and Jordan, with the noses, trying to get as many interesting profiles as possible. Now, this was my big task. I have a lot of people that will be coming in one by one, and I'm going to need their reaction to the large noses. But what can I do so that it's just not repetitious? Each person came in from a different angle each time I had to construct it so that the, the person seeing the noses for the first time sees them from a different angle. Now, you just had uh, Jane leaves after, uh, after Perry, And now you have David Hyde Pierce entering. So Niles enters. And again, I wanted a different shot. And so the shot I picked was seeing him, you know, through them. And you got a great shot. Here is one thing that I asked the cameraman. I said, because these guys were cracking up throughout the entire week. I said, if you're on an actor who starts to go, who starts to break up, like David Hyde Pierce is doing just there, and now Jane leaves. I said, stay with them. Stay with them. I'll pick it up. I'll reshoot it later. But I want to catch lightning in a bottle. And there's a the master, and if you can look at David Hyde Pierce, his shoulders are shaking. They were actually laughing. And... Uh, and... <laughs> and it, it it of course it's infectious but all week long they they were laughing and and really couldn't hold it so now we bring in martin we bring in john mahoney and uh by the way doesn't it look like there's nothing in that bag of his yeah that's because there was nothing in that bag of his so again i'm looking for a different reaction And I want people placed in a different area. We sent the couple out to the balcony as John has his whole rap about uh, why he's home early from San Francisco. And now they enter and (laughs) and John just goes, ah. And again, cutting to everybody, those were the actual reactions. And somehow, Perry Gilpin didn 't break it was it was pretty amazing uh, boy I, I I miss John Mahoney and I must say watching Frazier episodes now um, it's it 's very bittersweet. He was such a terrific actor. Um, the noses by the way were uh, constructed by uh, Bruce Huttinson. he was the makeup artist okay now. They're going to go into the kitchen. That's where I said there's normally a camera. This was a, a fairly easy scene to shoot because they're really laughing. <laughs> you know, they're not acting here, they're really laughing. And uh, Kelsey was great in that he had tremendous concentration and all through the week was able to keep it going. And to me, that's what makes the scene even funnier is that Kelsey is so stoic and just doesn't understand why they are so hysterical. And then we will see him break in a moment as well. Now, this is one of my favorite shots, I I have to say. Uh, (laughs) It's a shot of Kelsey, if you're not actually watching it, with... The two noses on either side of the frame, and they're talking about uh, you're nosy, you're nosier than you, and you know, and there's Kelsey, and you're basically looking at two noses on the uh, outer sides of the frame, and Kelsey in the middle. And Kelsey goes into the kitchen and breaks up, but even then, uh, you know, his laughter feels like an actor laughing. It didn't feel like, you know, like John's and Jane's and uh, David's. I mean, theirs was really genuine. How beautiful, by the way, is that apartment at night? We start in the kitchen. And uh, again, easy scene for me, but it's hard to get a camera way up in there, so that like there's a shot of uh, of Perry up against the uh, refrigerator, and she's kind of in profile. Plus, she has a black dress. I wish she didn't have a black dress because she just sort of disappears in front of the black refrigerator. So now we reset and we go back into the room, and I put a camera up into that kitchen area. And things now start getting really hairy because you have so many people. I mean, do the math. You have four cameras and uh, and six people. And how are you going to get everybody, not only people that talk, but you need shots of people reacting. And now since uh, Daphne has lost her earring, now it's just craziness because people are crawling all around. People are all moving at once. They're looking behind chairs. They're on the ground. I mean, it's really, really difficult to shoot that. Uh, I did a lot of masters, and there were a lot of pickups in order to do that. Uh, here's a shot. Uh, there's a, a three shot, and again, you know, you you have to be careful that. You don't go from one master on one side to another master on the other that's so jarring that you as the audience lose your sense of just where they are. Now, the, uh, the couple has left, and it makes it a little bit easier, but still, there's only four people in the set. And it's also hard just to have a normal master because it's all spread out. You know, if you have four people in that kitchen set, well, it's very easy to get them all in one frame. It's not so easy in that uh, that apartment. Uh, David Hypierce Pierce was great. Um, he's shown there with Jane, and it kind of bothered me that he was in shadow a little bit, but there was nothing I could do about it. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, as a director... I am more concerned with performance than the camera angles. And if a camera is blocked just a little bit, but the performance is great, so what? I don't think people necessarily think, oh my God, she was a little bit in profile there. Oh boy, there's there's some shadow on uh on David's chin. Um uh, no. They hear the jokes they get the performance. And if the performance is good, then then people really don't care. Also have to give credit here to, um, to Ken Lampkin, who was our uh, director of photography, cinematographer. Look how well it is lit. I mean, I love the way the Fraser apartment is lit during the day, but at night, it really is spectacular. I'm told that that view out his window is actually from queen anne so i'm not really sure i i think in the series it's supposed to be downtown queen anne is a little bit aways from downtown so now we bring back the couple so again there's six people and uh and here we have uh we want to get the reaction of Roz. These are pictures of the kid as a, as a little boy before he had a nose job. This is the father. And it turns out that the father had a huge nose as well. And Perry, you know, has to look at that. She's smiling and, you know, she's, you know, being very gracious. But, you know, she's thinking, oh, fuck. Look at these noses. And then she she does react, and everybody gets together. Now, here's an easy mask. There's just four people standing there. Normally, you don't like to have four people standing in a row, but in this case, again, I just wanted everybody's reaction. So much of this show was reactions. Now, this is the tag, and I decided to put this... In uh, way upstage, in the um, the little breakfast area, you know that's not a scene uh, you normally see. You know, there's not that many scenes shot at that table, and especially at night, it looks really good because their bathrobes are reflected off of the glass, and it's very dark behind them, and it just looks very rich. And I think one of the reasons why Frasier is going to be around for so many years, in addition to the writing, in addition to the acting, is the fact that as a multi-camera show, it's just gorgeous. It's just sumptuous. And I think on a certain subconscious level, you like watching Frasier because it's very pretty. And uh, this scene in particular, you know, it's a reflective scene after what has been a hell's a poppin' episode. Uh, The writers and producers were smart to just kind of settle it down. I mean, that's one of the things that's so great about Frasier is that uh, it's grounded. You know, crazy stuff can happen, but ultimately it's about the characters and the emotions And this is just a a lovely scene between Daphne and Roz. Roz rarely stays over, so you rarely get a chance to see her in a bathrobe. And uh, like I said, it's just like one of my favorite scenes. Easy to shoot. You know, you have uh, singles and uh, a master. And now they're going to get up to leave. And a camera can just follow them out and that is the show one thing unique about frazier as opposed to most other shows is that you know they didn't cut the closing titles you know and there's that song toss salads and scrambled eggs written by bruce miller and uh we got a chance to film this tiny scene and uh i, I think As a result of that, uh, again, Frasier distinguishes itself because every other show by now, you're just looking at nothing but ads. So there it is, Roz and the Schnoz, the director's commentary track. Back with more after this. Okay, there you have it. Hopefully I didn't sound too inarticulate. That was Roz and the Schnoz. Our thanks, as always, to Adam and Susie Meister-Butler, Howard Hoffman, John Wilford, and Randy Thomas. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ken Levine. And if you want to email me, if you have any kind of comments, questions, whatever, hollywoodlevine at outlook.com. That's hollywoodlevine at outlook.com. And I could always use a five-star review. Hint, hint. I could always use a five-star review review. That'll do it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye.